You're listening to SBS News. Oleg Satulov is keeping a close watch on staff at his Sydney cafe. The 40-seat venue at Waitara is called Mavka, named after a traditional Ukrainian folktale and opened late last year with a very important mission. We started employing only Ukrainian refugees to do the work because we think nobody better than Ukrainians can do Ukrainian. Mr. Satulov employs half a dozen workers who responded to his advertisements on social media. All had fled Ukraine since war began, arriving in Australia during 2022 with a few possessions and even less money. It's really hard. It's cultural shock. It's, uh, it's, uh, you need money. You need some kind of financial support. Honestly, they are struggling here. Australia is a lucky country and a very expensive country. So to have a decent life here, you need to have a, a good job for a while. Among Mavka's young team, Maxim Kobzar, who works as a barista. The 26-year-old fled Kiev in May last year with his sister, but the memories of Russian shelling remain vivid. The first of the days, we were just hiding underground in the basements, and there was all missile strikes, etc. So yeah, it's all dangerous, but our parents decided it would be good if we be safe somewhere outside the country. I really appreciate it for such an opportunity because it's really hard for, for the first time to find some job to get experience inside Australia. So yeah, I'm very appreciative and I, lo- I like this community. Mr. Satulov knows about the hardships of adjusting to life in a new land. He arrived with his wife Oksana 18 years ago via Israel and he still works as an IT contractor while getting the business off the ground. We have peaks, we have some nights uh, completely booked out. We unfortunately have to send people away. But uh, it's not always like that. As I said, it's up and down, up and down. In fact, change has defined his life. Born in Kiev when Ukraine was part of the former Soviet Union, Mr. Satulov grew up speaking Russian and absorbed communist ideology. I was proud uh, member of a uh, youth uh, communist uh, organization, yeah, wearing the red scarf and uh, marching around, you know. Uh, we, we, we really didn't know much because we were a really close society and we were proud of our country because we didn't know anything else. We thought we did the right things and the, we've been taught that uh, the bad capitalists are trying to just destroy us. Ukraine reclaimed its independence when the Soviet Union dissolved in 1991. And many, like Mr. Satulov, were forced to adapt. We started getting more and more information when the country started opening. I was serving the army because everybody in the uh, Soviet Union had to serve the army. I was a musician, so I was lucky to not go to like regular army. I, w- I was serving an orchestra because Soviet Union had a, a in each city. I studied music for 15 years, so I got a, a degree. I, I graduated uh, Kiev Conservatorium. So, yeah, it's a big, ch- big chunk of my life. And at some point I was playing in Korea in music, but then the collapse of Soviet Union changed everything. A lot of people lost their jobs, their incomes, their and uh, prospects. And we had to survive, we had to go to the, buy some stuff in the Soviet Union, bring it to Poland or to uh, any neighboring countries and just sell it because it was so cheap in Soviet Union. You sell it there, then you bring uh, hard currency back. And, and, and believe me, professors, uh, teachers, uh, highly qualified people were doing that just because there was no other way to survive. It wasn't just Ukraine's economy that shifted. Many began to question communist ideology, as Mr. Situlov explains. It wasn't instant, it was a process. Living in Soviet 
uh, Ukraine, it was uh, embarrassing actually to speak uh, uh, Ukrainian. They put that feeling on you because uh, if you speak Ukrainian, ah, you're from the country, you're not from the city, you're probably uh, not well educated. And then if you're smart enough, you realize uh, in what kind of country you live and how, how bad it is in terms of freedom. And uh, I, I really hated it at that time because, uh, you know, young people, we, we want a freedom. We love freedom. So I was really looking uh, for the ways to flee somewhere and uh, try to experience the life outside the barriers they built for us. Mr. Situlov migrated to Australia in 2005 and remains fluent in Russian. However, when war broke out, he made a choice and has held to it one year later. I feel right to speak Russian anymore, so I just stopped speaking Russian. We're fighting for our freedom, uh, and I'm talking to people back in Ukraine. Uh, they said, OK, who cares? We, have, we don't have uh, heating, we have wood, uh, we'll cut the wood. Uh, we don't have uh, lights, okay, we, we, we'll, we'll survive. We'll survive. They think they can break us now. Mr. Situlov says sharing his culture in Australia through food is one way to raise awareness of Ukraine's struggle for freedom. Not many people even knew where Ukraine is and uh, what it's about. So now it's, it's changing. They're having uh, breakfast all the time uh, with us. And they actually learned quite a few uh, Ukrainian words. And they're speaking to the girls uh, in Ukrainian uh, just to show uh, support and appreciation. My wife, her mom, do quite a bit of cooking with the dumplings uh, at the top of the list. We just do what we can do in terms of making food with love. Yeah, so people love it. Mavka is truly a family business, using recipes handed down through the generations. Among the staff, Mr. Situlov's 17-year-old daughter, Anastasia, a high school student who also works part-time as a waitress. I'm very proud. It's a lot of hard work that he's put into this restaurant, and it took like, a lot of time, it took a lot of effort, but it paid off. Mr. Situlov's mother-in-law, Nelia, works hard in the small kitchen, preparing crepes filled with meat for a Ukrainian customer and good friend, Volodymyr Chornenki. This restaurant became a little island of Ukraine in the midst of Australia. I'm very missing this country, my country. And when you come here, you see this food, you see all this interior, and then you feel like you're coming back home. Like many here, Mr. Chonenki fears for family left in Ukraine as war approaches its grim one-year anniversary with no end in sight. Some aunts and uncles still there and, you know, we call them almost every day and on the video and you could hear all this, all this um, air siren like, oh, well, you know, the, 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 the rockets are coming, coming here and there. And actually just a few days ago, there was maybe five kilometers from my own house, there was explosion and how they're still standing, but you never know how long. Despite the sorrow over thousands of lives lost, Mr. Sutulov says Ukrainians remain confident of victory. Wars are won by people who have a motivation. There's no motivation in whoever is now fighting on the on, on Russian side. Ukraine will will because we have, uh, we're defending our country, uh, we're defending our family, we have a spirit they don't have. Alan Lee, SBS News.